Well, welcome everyone to the Robin Walter Show. God bless you today. Uh, let's get rolling. I've got so much to cover as always. First of all, I just want to let you know that you can obtain either one or both of the books that I have written, the most recently being things I picked up along the way and a few things I should have left behind on Amazon.com along with the Rapture Revisited. Finally, a lawyer takes a look at end time events. I've got a little smattering of things I want to cover here. If you want to write me, you can do so at the Robin Walt, Robin Walter Show at gmail.com. Some criticisms, comments, what have you. Interestingly, last week we had um, kind of a recent record number of listens. And uh, later in the program, I'm going to reference the question that I asked the listeners, to which I did not get a response from anyone, though we had a record number of listeners, and it deals with the issue of the, ah, do I dare say it, Satan's sexual preference. I'm not sure anybody dared to answer, and I don't blame you, because I barely dared to say it. Anyway, let's roll. This is a couple of, some catch-up stories really fast. I haven't covered anything dealing with covid for a really long time because I got sick of it. It was obvious the government lied, Fauci lied, Trump got duped. The vaccines weren't worth crap. People get sick multiple times. People die after they have the vaccine. They can catch it. They can transmit it. Not one single stinking thing Tony and his Faucinistas told us that was actually true. But this is out, which I think is kind of interesting, really quickly that of the COVID mitigation measures, this is a new study, very well verified, that there was a, uh, an unvaccinated Amish group, which were the control group for the study. But their infection and fatality rate from COVID was 2,300% lower than the surrounding community. You might say, well, well, the Amish, they don't talk to anybody, they don't go anywhere. Wait a second, they do too. They buy groceries in town, they go around, they just didn't, they just didn't uh, get caught up in all the COVID crapola hoopla. The uh, political cartoon, I think, was pretty funny. It's got some uh, person with a mask on addressing two COVID or two, two Amish people. Says, why isn't a COVID affecting you people? And the old Amish guy responds, because we don't have TV. In other words, they weren't listening to all the COVID propaganda. Number two, and I'll be done with this for today, COVID vaccines have now most certainly caused 25,000 25, new or additional cases of multiple sclerosis. So if you're still getting those boosters, you're foolish. Maybe even worse than that if you've been listening to this program. Next, um, you know, we hear so much about uh, the FBI, the, the pro-life, the, the pro-abortion battle and all that's going on. I want to tell you just how much 
the pro-aborts hate life, not only the killing of children, at all stages of life, including on the birthing table, but they hate anybody that opposes them or anybody that speaks or says or disseminates anything that would cause them to be convicted of their sin. And it's very obvious. This last thing, it is gruesome. It's horrible. These two men that were just beaten to smithereens, uh, age 73 and 80, who have been simply praying outside of a planned non-parenthood clinic in Baltimore. I mean, uh, one of the guys named Mark Crosby is plate bone in his upper right cheek is completely fractured. Uh, behind his eye and the bone eye orbit, it's completely shattered, will have to be replaced with metal. This coming from somebody who was being escorted to the clinic, who broke away from the escort to beat these two up. Folks, this happens all the time. There is more harassment of pro-life people praying outside these clinics. You take the vandalism of pro-life churches. You take the burning vandal and va- other vandalism of pregnancy centers. And where is the stinking FBI? No, they're out there with their 17 AR-15s trying to arrest a priest with seven kids because he was outside of a clinic and was alleg- allegedly pushed a guy, all of which was fake, all of which he was exonerated for. But the federal, you know what they are? They're not the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I know what they are. They're the fascist bureau of investigation, maybe fascist bureau of intimidation. You call it what you will. It's a lot more accurate than what the name supposedly stands for. But is there any reference whatsoever anywhere in any news media about all the anti-life? See, pro-boards are anti-life. But is there anything about the fascist Bureau of Investigation investigating any of the church vandalism, pregnancy center burnings, these two guys getting beaten up? It's it's covered by federal law, but they only cover what they want. So in other words, they're not going to be out there doing anything, dealing with all the pro-death people, the the pro-aborts, who are picketing Supreme Court justices' homes. No, they're not out there, and they're not doing anything. The Department of Injustice sucks. That's why they need to be majorly underfunded. Take them off at the knees with a rusty knife financially. Well, okay, I'll get more. i got to keep moving here. You wonder why things are just so screwed up. You wonder why who's running the show in this country? Well, let this sink in. George Soros' son, Alex, who's a demon-crap mega-donor, lost and screwed up as he is, has visited Joe Biden at the White House. Fact, a minimum of 17 times just since Joe has been elected president. So they've been in there, what? They've been sworn in, what, a year and a half? year and a half, 17 times. That means every single month, every single month, Alex Soros, George Soros' sons, goes and visits Joe Biden. And, and to do what? Probably to deliver the orders. 
Uh, I don't even want to get into the debt bill alleged reconciliation. You know, the Senate's got to vote on it now. McCarthy didn't hold the line. You know, he's talking about having saved one and a half trillion. Here's what the news is not sharing with you. They said this is a largest budget deficit. I mean, the largest budget decrease in American politics. No, that is actually a misstatement because it is not a decrease in our spending. The $1.5 trillion is a reduction in proposed increases. So let me, let's suppose you spent $1,000 a month on your credit card and you're in financial trouble. And you are proposing, but you want to take your monthly expenditures up to 2000 And you can't pay the 1000 but you want to take it because you've got new credit cards. And so you sign a pledge that you will not increase your credit card spending by more than $500 a month. But then claim that you have actually decreased your proposed spending. Well, that's true. Well, if, if this were a real reduction, then why do we have to take the ceiling off from the deficit? If it's a real reduction, then why does the deficit still increase with this package? No, the stinking government ought to be shut down. Let it scream. Who gives a rat's rear end here? I don't. Let things crash if they have to crash. It'll be more manageable now than it will be in the future. And the Democrats, the Democrats are simply trying to galvanize their stronghold on American politics by ensuring another stolen election. They'll do it some other way. They're, they're, they're kind of like the, the, the Muslims. They're not, uh, from 9-11, they're not going to fly planes into the towers. They're going to do something different. They won't, we won't have all the people stuffing the ballot boxes at 2 a.m., which the, the movie 2000 Mules, a documentary, actually evidences, but no Democrats got the guts to watch it. They don't have the brains. They don't have the morals to watch it. They don't want to look at the crap that's under their own dirty refrigerator. But to listen to why some are opposing this on the Democrat side, Rokana, this uh, left-wing nutcase, uh, of course he's from California, Democrat from California, said, I can't vote for the debt bill because it will make people pay their student loans. Are you kidding me? I mean, is Democrat just simply now a synonym for stupid or evil or multiple things? And he also said that this uh, it doesn't deal enough with climate, the climate crisis. Well, the only crisis we have over the climate is the crisis in government that the climate alarmists are creating. Read the Bible. There is no global warming crisis. We covered that a couple of months ago. But look at what look at what Joey Cornpop Biden has done to this world. He, I mean, the student loans. If uh, they're teaching them, you don't have to pay for something. 
Kind of reminds me, I hate to bring this up, but this black woman, she's Jamaican. Uh, she doesn't want any more black Americans. I don't know if you saw the story. You wouldn't see it on CNBC or MSNBC or any of those, but it's out there. A Jamaican woman, she's black. She's got these vacation rentals. She will not rent any more to blacks from America because, because they're so used to free S, and you can fill in the next three letters. She doesn't want to write to them. Think everything should be given to them. Well, you know what? I guess if it's given to me, I'd take it. This isn't in defense of that attitude, but this is the attitude that they've created in the uh, that Biden has facilitated in the post-George Floyd world. There's a bunch of uh, free crap out there. Everything's free, including student loans. And who are we to insist that people actually pay their debts? No free student loans. They will, they're going to. What do you mean? This is unconstitutional. We have to pay our debts. We have to pay back our student loans. Well, that's because they realize they spent a ton of money on stupid, worthless degrees, and they still aren't half literate. The same effect is over at Amazon. You got all these workers that are starting to, uh, or wanting to, and some striking because. They think it's unfair that they actually have to go back into an office to work. Like this one guy, he claims here, uh, said, working from home allowed me to live a better, healthier life. I am not suited for, for in-office work. I deal with depression and anxiety, and I was able to get off my anxiety medication and start living my life. Well, pal, let me tell you what. Why don't you go find a job somewhere where you can work at home instead of demanding from Amazon that you be working at home, lest you be filled with anxiety and depression and blah, 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 and take all the stupid-ass medications for that, the antidepressants, which uh, half the time tells you to uh, be careful because the antidepressants might cause depression and they may cause suicide. This is all a pandemic baloney consequences from Joey Cornpop Biden. Not to be outdone here, the University of California, Berkeley, has found itself uh, now trying to defend itself for being segregationist because they have a black-only graduation. That's right. California has state-funded segregation. You know what? I thought Brown versus the Board of Education settled us that separate is not equal. But I'll tell you why they like this, because separate isn't equal. Separate now means superior. See, there's no black pushback on this. Why? Because in this case now, the blacks aren't being discriminated against as they distinctly were in the past. But now they're in the catbird seat and they're dictating the outcomes and, and guilt-shaming institutions, lousy institutions like UC Berkeley. What a worthless college. But now we are on to the first really, truly notable story of the week. The question is not, is China at war or will wage war against the U.S.? That is a given. The question is simply, how do they do it? How do they do it? The Chinese Communist Party are just a pack of liars. They lie, 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 lie. 
There's good Chinese people. I'm sure there's hundreds of millions of them. But why don't they get up and overthrow that piece of crap regime? Goodness sakes, wouldn't the numbers alone be able to accomplish something unless they sort of just kind of go along with it? But now, do the Chinese have to really bomb us or nuke us when they could take us over in inside an inside job, which they are? Unbelievable how much farmland the Chinese commie Nazis are buying up. You know what? If I were a governor of a state, let's just say a rural, uh, a agrarian state like South Dakota, I would anything that's owned by Chinese companies and individuals which are in any way, any way connected with the Chinese Communist Party, just go confiscated by the state. Yes, that's right. That's right. Just take it. And the court would say you can't do that. And just say, oh, get lost, court. We're taking it. Boot them off. Have your own police take back the land that they are buying inside this country. To It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But And this is how we can prove it. So you got China's new ambassador to the U.S. Why don't you kick this jackass out? I don't know why we don't. He writes to Chinese students in the U.S. to work. Please work with us to to work with us at our Chinese embassy. Does he call them U.S. citizens? They may well be U.S. citizens, but he says they are our fellow compatriots, using his words. And he goes on to say, his name is Zi Feng. Quote, blood is thicker than water. Your support, involvement, and contribution would be most valuable, end quote. He's stating that the Chinese students in the U.S., whether they're U.S. students, U.S. citizens or not, all the ones that are crossing the U.S. border, you should see the film. It's unbelievable. Just a, an endless line of Chinese walking uh, across a little bridge into the United States. Absolutely vetted. Absolutely accurate. But he said, you Chinese students, you owe this to the motherland. Well, what? You You owe your allegiance. What does blood is thicker than water mean? We know what it means. It means that you will act out your relationship to another party because of that relationship more than what Honesty and integrity would cause you to do if you didn't regard the bloodline. There's no he's, and and is this written to American students? Obvious. It's written in English. It was distributed in, in English. So Joseph Farah says here, you would have to ask Joe Biden why Z even remains in the U.S. The fact that Chinese citizens are literally flowing into the United States disguised as illegal aliens for the first time ever under the Biden crime wave explains a great deal. Don't expect an answer from him. Biden is compromised, and so is his entire family, his entire party as well. And I'm going to throw in here is because Biden is making millions and millions of dollars off this relationship with the Chinese. Man. Only 15% of the people actually hold a favorable view of China. China sucks. They've got a lot of great people and a horrible, 
regime, commune Nazis, hate Christians, Christophobic, bibliophobic, truthophobic, and they want to take over the world, and we are in their way. Get this. I mean, you've got, they're, they're, they have rehearsals for a potential Taiwan invasion. They've got their Chinese government police stations in the U.S., faking it as cultural centers, spies all over, money going to all sorts of universities in exchange for um, favors. And then, of course, you've got this Chinese spy balloons crossing the United States that Joey Cornpop, because he's totally compromised and he's reading his script from Alex Soros, delivered to him from George Soros to not do anything about it until they get caught. And then he claims it's innocent. Joe Biden is guilty of treason. So is Christopher Ray guilty of treason. Xi says, I stand ready to serve our country together with you. Listen to that. He's standing ready to serve his country with you. He's calling on the Chinese in this country to pay homage and do the work necessary for the Chinese Communazi Party to be the world power, to support the motherland. This sounds like Der Fuhrer, does it not? Farah writes, concluding his article here, and I'm going to quote him, it's clear Beijing is preparing for war, total war. This is the greatest existential threat the U.S. will face over the coming years. Yet the Democrats insist the real existential threat is climate change. Oh, gosh. And you know what? To me, my, my, my thought is God is probably just letting things warm up or have the appearance of things warming up to give us the garbage we seem to demand. It's like the Hebrews. They, they demanded a king. They wanted the guy tall, dark, and handsome, and God sent, gave him a king. He said, you choose wisely or choose foolishly. You don't choose wisely. You've chosen foolishly. Oh, give us the guy who fight our war. Give us what we want. So God gives them what they want. If they want more climate, if they want warmer temperatures to try to prove that it's man-made global warming, maybe God just gives it to them. And we have to deal with it. Okay. Second major topic, and maybe the final major topic of the day. Picking up from last week the homosexual orthodoxy intimidation, the enforced obeisance and fealty to queer dogma and everything Satan can throw at this country. I asked the question, is Satan queer? That's the one I asked last week. Didn't get an answer. The program got distributed because it was one of our record listening audiences, people listening to it. They didn't respond. And I'm not saying I necessarily um, disagree with their uh, maybe desire to not say anything. Because what do you say when you don't know what to say? You don't say anything. But as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I don't drink beer. I'm not beating up on people that do. Don't get me wrong. Uh, about I, ha I have one about every three years, and it's when I'm outside, and it's about 115 degrees, and I've had all the water I can take. A beer actually tastes sort of good. I'll admit that, sort of, about a half a can. 
But I'm not a beer drinker, but I sort of wish I was just so that I could boycott Bud Light. So their sales are down 30%. Do they get it that this queer dogma is not good for business? If you want to get into this goofball, if you want to mix your politics with your product, then what's wrong with us mixing our politics with our purchasing power? Don't tell me you got a right to do it and then beat up on people who actually decide not to buy your crappy beer. But do they get it? No. They just turned around and donated $200,000 to support an LGBTQ+. Plus. A plus means, in my opinion, LGBTQ, RSTUVWXYZ businesses in this boycott. So they announced this donation. They're doubling down to the National LGBT Chamber of Commerce just a couple of days ago. So they go on to say that this initiative is designed to support the growth and success of minority LGBTQ plus owned businesses through certification, scholarships. Oh, we ought to know those squares earned a scholarship. Scholarship is the most misused word in the language. It just means grant. It doesn't mean you earned it. That's what a scholarship used to mean. You get a scholarship, it means it's somebody that's free money. It totally changed the meaning of that word. But to support the growth and success of minority LGBTQ-owned businesses through certification, scholarships, and business development in an effort to create equal opportunities for the economic advancement of small businesses in the LGBTQ, RSTUVWXYZ community. When has a queer business been unequally treated in the business community that this is even necessary? I want to tell you who's been unequally treated. Anybody and everybody who opposes queer Nazism. They're the ones being unequally treated. No, and it's not, people are not calling it Anheuser-Busch anymore. It's great. They're calling it Tranheuser-Busch. I wish I'd thought of that. I didn't, but it's true. Tranheuser-Busch now thinks that they want to create equal opportunities for queers that have not had those equal opportunities when in, fa- in fact, of course, they don't print this, homosexuals of all the definable demographic groups have the highest per capita income in the United States. No one suffers less financially than homos. No. They get the highest paid jobs now in America, and once hired, never fired. In fact, their queerdom seems to be the main thing. Forget the forget the diploma. Oh, you're queer? Yeah, we'll put you in charge of um, uh, human rights or the development department here at the, such and such a company. So Tranheiser goes on to say, we look forward to extending our work 
with the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce to continue making a positive impact on the LGBTQ plus businesses that play, are you ready for this one? These businesses that play a critical role in bringing people everywhere together. So Tranheiser-Busch here thinks that supporting and building and expanding queer businesses is critical in bringing people everywhere together. Have they not already learned that they just alienated a minimum of a 30% of their customer base? By the uh, Dylan Mulvaney, the little the queer guy that dances around like a baby reindeer. They don't get that. The, what they are doing is manifestly, patently, obviously, financially verified division of people. Yet they double down and think that this is the way they can bring everybody together is to push the queer crap from hell. Tranheiser, file bankruptcy. Just go out of business. We need, we need better businesses than you. We'll be right back. The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to... Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Thank you. We are back. This is Robin Walter with the Robin Walter Show under the ministry of Red Sky Radio. Okay, picking up on uh, that doubling down of Bud Light, we move on to, oh my gosh, the next huge disappointment, uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, as you well know, a couple of years ago, totally caved and uh, because they're under pressure from queers. They totally caved on that, but now it has been discovered that Chick-fil-A is, in their own words, committed to embedding diversity, equity, and inclusion on everything we do, end quote. Diversity means that there's no unfit candidate in and of themselves. So if you want to have some queer guy be ahead of your child nursery, fine. I don't know. That's not what they're saying. Equity is simply an accelerated version of 
and an advanced version and a worse version of affirmative action. And inclusion means that there's nothing morally wrong in and of itself. Now, this is supposedly a Christian-led company, but that's a bunch of crap. It no longer is. It's all in for the woke left-wing diversity, equity, inclusion, known as DEI, all of which proves what I said about Chick-fil-A. I think you just call it Chuck-fil-A and chuck it. I, I'm, I, I, I'm going off a little track here a little bit, but I got to tell you, I would rather, in a heartbeat, go eat at KFC, which has never made any intimation of being a godly company. They're part of Yum Brands. I don't know what they do and what they push. They probably are a bit on the same thing, but they've never pretended to be righteous. They've never intended to be godly. I would rather purchase products from a company that does not believe in Christianity but is actually not hypocritical than to go to a company which claims to be a Christian and they're as hypocritical as you can get. And keep in mind, Jesus reserved his worst comments, the most devastating comments, to hypocrites. Compromise leads to only one thing, more compromise. I predicted that this would happen with Chick-fil-A three years ago, and it has. And you look at the screenshots, the tranny crap that's on the Chick-fil-A website. It's awful. As one writer wrote here, he said, sadly, Chick-fil-A is embracing diversity, equity, and inclusion, and the ESG investing model after being co-opted by race and trans activists who have made it impossible for the organization to reflect the Christian values of its founder. And why? Because Marxists will not allow a belief in Jesus Christ. See, Marxism, and one of the tenets of it is just moral corruption and ridding people of their faith in God and certainly ridding them of the guts to speak about Jesus Christ. The screenshots are not fake news. You look at the company's website, the Chick-fil-A even has its official DEI officer, Eric McReynolds now, who says, quote, One of our core values at Chick-fil-A, Inc. is that we, work, we are better together when we combine our unique backgrounds queers, trannies, no, I didn't say that, but, and experiences with a culture of belonging, we can discover new ways to strengthen the quality of care we deliver to customers, to the communities we serve, to the world. Because we understand that getting better together means we learn better, we care better, we grow better, and we serve better. Chick-fil-A's commitment to being better together means embedding diversity, equity, and inclusion in everything we do. Everything. So now it means not just hiring, not just who gets uh, franchises, 
not just organizations we give to, because we'll give to the queerest crap and trainiest crap on the face of the earth in the name of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Kathy, the, Dan Kathy, the CEO, just absolutely about made me hurl a few years back when he went on his rant against white Christians. When he said, we as Caucasians, until we are willing to just pick up the baton and fight for our black African-American brothers and sisters, which they are as one human race, we are shameful. Any expressions of a contrite heart, of a sense of humility, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment, an apologetic heart, I think that's what our world needs to hear today. Well, you know what, Dan? If you have a life of historic racism in you and in your family, you go repent. But don't tell me as a white guy who's not guilty of this that I need to repent. Don't you tell me I need to repent. You repent. You don't get to fill in. You're not my surrogate confessioner here. Talk to yourself, Kathy. But I asked this question last week. How many blacks out there are willing to be routinely commingled with queers and queerdom. That because of your race, because of your the amount of melatonin, you get thrown into the same group of people, with a group of people that are into all sorts of uh, sodomistic practices that God calls an abomination. People who are identified not by any indigenous or immutable characteristic, but by their behavior. God doesn't condemn anybody for race, but when they start fisting and doing these other things related to sodomy, gosh, it's an abomination. He said so. Goodness. So now you have Kohl's, the department store. It's gone the way of Target. It's got their tranny crap all over the place. They got... Three, six, nine, and 12-month onesies in queer clothing and tranny colors. And they aren't ashamed. Isn't that a sign of the end times as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah? Was it was in the days of Noah? Yes. I mean, that's the first... This this homosexual orthodoxy, not only do I think Satan loves queerdom because if he isn't, he loves it because it wrecks everything. It distorts everything. It destroys a society, families, churches. He loves it. Didn't he come to steal, kill, and destroy? Fake steal as in fake Christian identity? Kill as in Murder, kill kill children in the womb, kill them emotionally and spiritually, uh, psychologically in schools with all the queer orthodoxy. And destroy, destroy countries such as the United States, historically has been. And now Coles goes down the same path as Target. You know, a person asked me, said, you know, if we continue, if we start boycotting all these companies... Because I did boycott State Farm, and I canceled all my State Farm policies, and I bought policies with Farm Bureau. It cost me $300 a year more. 
I consider it a contribution towards righteousness. Really, I'm not going to support the State Farm crap. I'm not going to. And I sold all of my stocks of companies that are on a 100% score with a human rights campaign, which rates companies at how supportive and how encouraging, how much they support uh, all the diversity as it relates to all the sexual genders. Remember, male and female were created by God. All the other genders were invented by Democrats. In other words, a 100% score on the human rights campaign corporate equality index means that you are more aligned with hell than other corporations. I sold all my stocks that were 100%, which weren't very many. And I bought one stock that was not aligned with that stuff from hell. Did I pay a price? Yeah, I sold them just seven weeks ago. And what I bought has gone up $2,000. What I sold has gone up $30,000. I'm out 28000 bucks, But I'm not. Why would I want a company that advocates, subsidizes, and pushes the moral destruction upon children in this country? Why would I want to make money from that stock, which with their added profits only further pushes the destruction of the United States. Screw it. I'll go with God, not with the devil. And if it costs me, it costs me. But only for a while. I'll be glad in the end somewhere, and if it never comes back to me financially, I'll tell you this much, I'm sleeping better. So this person asked me, getting back to this person I'm loosely referring to, so if we start on these boycotts, and we boycott State Farm and then the other insurance companies and Kohl's and Target and Bud Light. And now boycott Chick-fil-A. I didn't eat much at Chick-fil-A. I, ha I have eaten there some. They aren't convenient to me. But they're out. I'm not supporting hypocrite organizations. And Chick-fil-A is chief among hypocrites until maybe the next story. But before I get to that next story, the question was, if we start boycotting all these companies, where, where the heck are we going to shop? There won't be any place left to buy stuff. And I want to tell you why that's wrong, that, that, that comment or the conclusion to that thinking is incorrect, at least for a period of time. And I'm going to go back about eight or nine years ago when there was this huge gutlessness by retailers at Christmas time to say Merry Christmas. And maybe they still don't. I don't know. Some of them are, but they were gutless. No guts. Were, we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to offend anybody. But guess what? The gospel is a rock of offense. Get used to it, Christians. If you don't want to offend people, you're going to end up denying Jesus Christ to others. And for which there is actually, as it says in Scripture, no coming back. Go read that passage. Go read that passage. It's you don't deny Jesus Christ. Because it says if you do, then he denies you before the Father in heaven. Guess where you end up? All right? I mean, there are, as you know, only two places to go after death. You're either going to go to he heaven 
or you're going to go to Chicago. Those are the only two choices. But about eight or nine years ago when this happened, and all these gutless retailers quit saying Merry Christmas. I don't remember the man. I don't remember his business. He was Jewish, and he was not a believer. But he said this was his thinking. Hey, you know what? All these people uh, that want to hear somebody say Merry Christmas when they buy a product from me, I'll say Merry Christmas to them. No, I don't believe in Jesus as a Messiah. Yeah, he's a prophet, whatever they oftentimes say, but not as a Messiah. He's not Yeshua HaMashiach. To me, he's just a Jewish prophet. But if they want to hear Merry Christmas, I'll say Merry Christmas. And guess what? His business thrived. So here's what has to happen. You just have to have a few businesses, a few insurance companies, a few retailers, a few restaurants that stand up for truth and righteousness. Forget the rest. Forget the left. You don't, you can't get 100% of the country as your customers. And you don't want them as your customers. If you had 75% of the people that hated everything you stood for, those are the 75% that are going to sue you for whatever you feed them or sell to them or what have you. You can do very, very well with a market to righteous people. I'm encouraging people out there thinking about starting a business. Do not hold back on your values. Take the hit. Take the hit from the pro-aborts, the democrats, Everything they'll throw at you, they'll tell you to boycott, be, be boycotted, and you'll be rewarded. I was. I know in California when I ran for political office several times and the things I stood for and stuff, I ended up on a website that said don't buy from bigots.com and two other queer websites trying to encourage people to boycott me. After a radio program with, uh, um, well, I can't even think of her name right now, where I came out against condom distribution in junior high, Gloria Allred, I'm sorry, the name escaped me. I was her guest on her program, Gloria Allred. Yeah, that one. And she just shredded me. I was the guest. And I had a guy call me and said, are you the, are you the same Rob Walter that is, does not support Distributing condoms to 12-year-old boys? The ones who can't vote, the ones who can't drive, the ones who can't drink, the ones who can't enlist, but are, are mature enough that they should be making all these sexual decisions on their own without any guidance from the teachers? Is that you, the same Rob Walter? And I said, it absolutely is. He said, then I want my money back. That man had left me a couple thousand dollar retainer just a week or two before that program. I was glad to get rid of him. Here's your 2000 Don't let the screen door slap you in the fanny on the way out. This is a guy who'd probably sue me for doing everything right. Did I take a hit? Yes. But no. Because it wasn't a week later, and I get a call from a party that said, Are you the Rob Walter that did this, and you're on that program? I said, Yes, I am. They said, Well, whew. praise the Lord. We've been praying for direction as to what attorney to use for this, this, and the other thing. And now we know. We have our answer. You see, you take your stand for righteousness, you're going to take a hit. But the blessing will dwarf the hit, ultimately, 
And Paul said, you know, what, what's a tribute, the light affliction of this world compared to what awaits us? So Chick-fil-A is on its way out. It's going to be toast. I couldn't care less. Hope they're done. But eclipsed by other hypocrites that this is does not surprise me. It really doesn't. I have never watched this TV show. I'm not, I have never been drawn to watching the TV show that's chosen. I just haven't. Something I know coming from Hollywood is contaminated. And people say, oh, it's great. Until the other day, the man's in their studios. He takes a vote of the, the pictures. It's on the Internet. The TV show that's chosen has a queer pride flag flying on the set of The Chosen. I'm not kidding. John Root, a Christian conservative commentator and Turning Point USA contributor, tweeted out the screenshots of a behind-the-scenes YouTube video showing the pride flag on the set of the TV show, which portrays the life of Jesus and his ministry, and he asked why the pride flag was there. The response was, we will work with anyone on our show. Now, now catch this next part. The producer says, quote, just like with our hundreds of cast and crew who have different beliefs or no belief at all than we do, we will work with anyone on our show who helps us portray or honor the authentic Jesus. Let me ask you, the authentic Jesus. So the TV show, The Chosen, is the one that defines what Jesus was really like. And do you think that now the camel's nose is in the tent on the set of The Chosen? Do you think it's possible that the definition of what is authentic might change? What's authentic going to look like next year? When there are queers on the program and Jesus treats them favorably, which there's no indication of. What is it that they're trying to, what, what are they trying to do? They're trying to include everybody, including Judas Iscariot in the cast. He said, we have no religious or political litmus test. Well, let me ask you. If they're open to everybody, why is it that they have to accommodate sin and push queerdom? Okay, so the guy's queer is a $3 bill. That's that's a cameraman. Do you have to have him have his own personal queer flag on the set to demonstrate that? Of course not. As Root goes on to say, quote, This is not the response of a show that is truly dedicated to honoring the authentic Jesus and everything he stood for. The response shows that the chosen now has unapologetically supporting sexual depravity and has no problem promoting homosexuality and transgenderism. Promoting and accepting unrepentant sin is not the way Jesus lived or taught his followers to live. While I can appreciate the impact this show has made on millions, this decision makes them no better than Target or Bud Light. 
Christians have always known that the pride flag to be a slap in the face to the rainbow as God intended it, to be a visual representation of his promise to Noah and everyone on earth that he would never flood the earth again. The chosen is not beyond reproach, for they have now freely promoted godlessness and now are proudly defending it. Wow. Isn't this amazing how fast we are falling? It is incredible how fast we are going as a nation. It's just it's startling. But it's happening at, at breakneck speed. And whether you get down to these drag queens at the Los Angeles Dodgers, hey, there's another one to boycott. Forget the Dodgers. They suck as a, as a company now because they're pushing transgenderism. With the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they're giving them a reward, but now they're going to try to win back the crowd that uh, they have offended by having faith and family night uh, next month. No. You know what? You can't, you can't pull back. They, you, you do this hypocrisy, and you'll be hated by both sides. Both sides. Well, I am running out of time on this thing, which I can't believe. Uh, I just have to encourage you folks. This is the world we're living in. Uh, we don't even have the month of June anymore. We only have Pride Month. As one person said, it's nothing more than a cynical exercise in state-enforced homosexuality. That's all it is. <sighs> Coming from World Net Daily, I just have to read this. Election denier, science denier, climate change denier, conspiracy theorist, hate speech, fake news, disinformation, misinformation, malinformation. A bizarre new lexicon has been conjured up by America's elites, the sole purpose of which is to discredit and ridicule, and if at all possible, censor entirely speech that doesn't support their dark and deranged agenda. In the greatest of ironies, the nation once boasting the mo most robust culture of freedom of speech and the press, undergirded by the strongest constitutional protections for those rights, is now ground zero for a total and complete war on free expression. How could this happen in the United States of America? End quote. Fair question. We are ground zero for a total war on free expression. Combined uh, together in nothing short of an incestuous relationship of multiple parties involving the government and private companies of big tech, big media, academia. Do you know, when you sit back and you look at what's going on and people say, all we need is revival. Well, there, yeah, we need revival in individuals' hearts. But that revival may have nothing to do with revival of this country. But you look at everything that is against us, then you have to remember, but who is for us? The whole world may be against you, but if God is for us, does it really matter ultimately who's against us? Stay true to the Word and God's Word, 
You will be blessed. You will be honored. You have your special place in heaven. Sit tall, America. Remember, you ride for the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.